This is podcast. You're gonna hear us jerk off the movie, as I said. You think this is funny? Yeah. Is this funny? (laughs) (laughs) Now this is podcasting. Bro, you fell asleep in the movie theater during that. Now this is podcasting. I can appreciate the attempt of what they did. Now this is podcast. Was that the scene with the with the little girls and the little girls? Why couldn't Superman spot that bomb? It was fucking covered in lead, bro. There you go. Now this is podcast. I saw his asshole fly through his mouth. Hell yeah, man. Now this is podcast. Well, welcome back, everybody, to the uh, fifth episode of Now This Is Podcasting. How um, many introductions are there going to be? <laughs> well, now there's going to be one extra one because you interrupted. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Fuck you, Joe. So I'm Shem. We got our fucking co-host Mike uh, is on the ones and twos. And then, uh, you know, we've got the, the fucking piece of shit named Joe. What's up, Joe? Second death. <laughs> Dude, it's such a good fucking audio drop. <laughs> Second deck! Second deck! Second deck! His suit pants rip a little bit as he exclaims, jumping from his seat. Joe! Second deck! Shut the fuck up! Applesauce, bitch. Okay. Tonight, we're, we're going to do something a little, a little different. Uh, instead of watching a movie and talking about it, we're going to talk about movies while watching a movie. So tonight we're watching the uh the is this a cult classic? It's gotta be a cult classic. This definitely yeah, this isn't is a classic. Cult. I would say it's it's a gotta cult. be a cult classic. Like we are starting a cult and uh we're gonna base it around <laughs> this movie. So it's definitely gonna be like a cult classic. Cult to cult classic. <laughs> but we're watching Dude, where's my car? Stars uh, Aspen Kusher and Sean William Scott. I love how you mispronounce Ashton Kutcher every fucking Aspen Kusher. I Aspen Kutcher. Aspen Kusher? Aspen Kuchi. Say say his name again. Ashton. Aspen. Kuchir. Kuchir. <laughs> but yeah, this is going to be, uh, I feel like this is going to be pretty exciting. I watched 17 minutes of this movie before because uh, Mike and Joe were both just fucking pieces of shit. Fucking white privilege having ass motherfuckers. But like, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking take all the time that I want. Like, yeah, I'm watching the movie. I was I was willing to do an hour forty pretending that I was watching the movie, so you know, Mike, I'm actually really proud of you because uh, not watching the movie after saying you're gonna watch it is is my move. Uh, I want the the audience to know that we're all wearing tank tops today. They actually made me change my shirt because I didn't want to feel left out. Um, tank top Tuesday. Yeah, it's tank top Tuesday, even though we're recording on a Friday. Um, but it's but Tuesday. it's tank top Tuesday in our hearts. It's tank top Tuesday whenever you want it to be. Um, but if you guys want to watch uh, Dude, Where's My Car while we're you know doing the episode, uh, you can watch it on Hulu um, if you pay for Hulu. It's on there you know for free. Uh, but then you could probably you know you can rent it from uh, Amazon and like. Why are YouTube you advertising for these people? They it's like you're they're they're not even asking you to do this, and you're just. I'm opening up an invitation to the three people that are going to listen to this. To Who watch doesn't know this how to movie get a movie? Us. Who are you explaining how to get a movie to? What are they going to do? Go to the blockbuster? Yeah. No, no one even knows what the blockbuster is anymore. Fucking eleven percent of our audience, Joe, is above the age of sixty. Yeah. 
I mean, if you can't figure out how to buy a movie in, in today's day and age, and you're on the you're on the back end of things. Wow, Joe, thank you, thank you. You just upset half our viewers. Since we have uh, boomer fans, um, for tonight and for tonight only, uh, until we decide to do it again, we are no longer now. This is podcasting. We are two and a half white men. <laughs> which is all, <laughs> which also seems fitting because Aspen Kusher took over for Charlie Sheen in the show Two and a Half Men uh, after the whole Tiger Blood incident. So it's perfect timing. Yeah, so this is the perfect time to announce ourselves, rebrand ourselves for this episode as Two and a Half White Men. Are we gonna have to change our our intro song? Two and a half white. No, because this is now this is podcasting presents Two and a Half White Men. Oh, okay. So that's how you, that's how you get away with it. For those that don't know, my mom's white, but my dad, uh, well, my dad would get pulled over uh, pretty quickly. So I'm just going to leave it. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Well, I'm paused at uh, I'm paused at zero seconds. Um, you guys ready to uh, to hit play? You just also say I haven't started the movie yet. Well, I'm paused at zero seconds. I, I, I'd prefer to say. Why do you do I'm, this? Why do you not do that? Kind of guy as you are. All right, I'm at zero. You're at zero? You paused at zero? I'm okay. paused at zero. Jose? Yeah, hold on. We 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 uh we were just wondering uh what, what time you're at. I I uh I'm at one second. You sub a bitch. Alright, ready Mike? Three I'm ready. Two, one, go. Go. I'm at Did three. Did you seconds. see the intro? 20th yeah, Century Fox? Oh sweet. Yeah, I really hope that Disney keeps this fucking these horns, man. They're so iconic. This is the I first thing I think horn. about. Oh, there we go. I got the sound down. There we go. Okay. Like this is the well, shit I'm that playing. led into Star Wars, you know? Home Alone. Fucking people's nips. Fucking so many movies. Uh, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, this is a quintessential two thousand stoner movie. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah. This is like the only thing they can. After nine eleven, they're like, we can't do these kind of movies. Anymore. <laughs> this is pre. This is pre nine eleven. Oh yeah, I see yeah. yeah. This is around like. Would you? What would you? I've heard people say Shrek is a stoner comedy. <laughs> I have. Shrek is everything. Shrek is love. That's what I'm saying. Shrek is life. <laughs> um. David Herman. So one of the things that I, I want to ask you guys is like, what defines a stoner comedy? Because that's what this movie is. This movie is, is a stoner comedy. So like, what is it about a movie that makes it a stoner comedy? Is it the humor? Is it the people smoking weed? Um, Do they even smoke in this? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They refer to as stoners. Oh, oh yeah. The dog, right? stoners, yeah. Yeah. The dog smokes weed. Yeah, that's right. It's been so long since I've seen. <laughs> I don't know if they ever show them smoke, but they're referred to as stoners. It's like okay. heavily implied in this movie that they are potheads. Well, well, they're think... time. <laughs> Obviously, uh, uh, marijuana is a huge component to a stoner comedy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like Dazed and Confused is a stoner comedy. Uh, even, okay. Even though that's like a coming of age kind of like everyone's drinking and partying and like they're young. But like, I guess that's a stoner comedy. You consider it one. It's considered one. Um, Half baked is obviously like that's like, like right in line with a stoner comedy. Like, it's. I feel like half baked is like the quintessential stoner comedy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got like uh, the Tommy Chong movies too, Cheech and Chong. 
That yeah. is also true. Yeah. Were, they the, were they the Godfathers? Are they the Godfathers of... I would say uh, the original ones, because I right? can't yeah, think of anyone like, who's done it before them. Is The Big Lebowski a stoner comedy? Oh, yeah. A lot of Coen Brother movies can be considered that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Chester. <laughs> um, you should tee up that Joe Rogan joke again. The Joe Rogan joke? Oh, yeah, I will. And this is like the dude on the couch. Yep. Half-baked, yeah. Yeah. Gene. So he fills that same role then, like, in the in the hero's journey, right? He's the wise... The supernatural aid? Yeah. Yeah. He has to be, because that's kind of who the dude on couch is in uh, Half-Baked 2. Steve, uh... Fuck. He's an old comedian. I can't remember his name. You know what's funny, though, is, like, th- this movie came out in theaters, and, like, do you yeah. think a movie like this would ever be released in theaters nowadays? Because this is no, pretty low budget. Down. You know what Super I mean? Super low budget. Yeah. Like, this would be, like, a Netflix movie. Or, like, a, you know, like an original. The guy that wrote the movie, his name is Philip Stark, and on his IMDb, his filmography as a writer, five credits. <laughs> Snackbacks. He wrote a few episodes of South Park. He wrote Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. Uh, he wrote this, I don't know, video documentary short, Dude Cam. I'm going to click on that. He wrote a few episodes of That 70s Show. And then he wrote a few episodes of this TV show called Dog with a Blog. Dog with a Blog. Huh. So he's got some, uh, he's cut his teeth on some comedy writing. Yeah. But he hasn't done anything since like 2015. Well, this kind of comedy has gone out of style now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has. Now, I love the cinematography there with like the juxtaposition of the vomp. <laughs> it's almost like Kubrickish, you know, like the music using... actually matches the scene better than fucking Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah. Using the strings to kind of make it like eerie, you know? Yeah, intense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Some Looney Tunes shit. That's old school. What about the humor? Like, what is the humor that's in this stoner? I can't comedy? stand Ashton Kutcher. What? <laughs> I Ashton don't Kutcher? like Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, never like Ashton Kutcher. Why do you keep saying Ashton his name Kutcher. wrong? I don't know, Ashton dude. Kutcher. Maybe it's because I just don't respect him as an actor. That makes sense. What comedy in a stoner? It's it's stupid comedy. It's it, that's essentially what stoners like, right? But like, isn't like Clerks like a stoner comedy? Yeah, Jane Silent Bob. And those are yeah. smart comedies, like in a in a in a sense, I think. Clerks more than Jay and Silent Bob, I think, but That's how I feel about half baked. Dude, it's Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> really? <laughs> what? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> no, I don't see it as a smart comedy at all. Like <laughs> I mean like I, I think it's a it's a comedy, but I don't think there's anything more to it than like that. I think it's just a, a comedy straight through. Like this is a comedy. Like but then there's other movies that are like like there's common comedic elements within the story that make it like more realistic for a stoner comedy. I think for a stoner comedy, you have to kind of take that element out. That's why like clerks is like the exception. Cause like you can get really wrecked and watch that and be like, Oh, he makes some points. Like, see, but I know, feel like, like clerks isn't a stoner comedy. I feel like Jan's Hall and Bob strike back is a stoner comedy. I could see but I don't that. think clerks is, I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like Clerks is more of like an intellectual you know? stoner comedy. Maybe. Like, uh, 
like tech, like like getting baked and watching Inception is crazy. Like that that's pretty fun. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I I feel like stoner movies are like I, I just like to get stoned and watch movies. So a comedy is just a comedy to me. <laughs> this shirt is so cool with the chick on it. Yeah, I I was I think this is Sean William Scott's best role, and I feel like this is the role he because he doesn't really act anymore, and I think no. this is probably the role that did it. <laughs> that made him not want to act anymore. No, he did like that. six movies after this. He did like more. Uh, yeah. Apparently, he didn't want to be typecasted. And I feel like this, like, first he did American Pie, and then he did this, he and did like, this, this is a role that solidified. Like, yeah, yes. Like, was, yeah. But then he came out and he did some, he did like, that movie like with the, the Rundown. Rock. Yeah. The Rundown That's was wicked. Yeah, good. the one with The Rock. Yeah. It's <coughs> okay. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. I liked his character in that, though. Like, he played, like, kind of, like, not, like, dumb, but, like, a smart-ass character. But, like, uh, kind of like an action hero sidekick. (laughs) 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 Oh, dude, we're forgetting, like, how high. Oh, yeah, how how high. high. Pineapple explodes. Although, like, I didn't. I feel like any of the Seth Rogen movies. Or stoner comedies. Yeah. Even half or uh uh super bad? Yeah. I don't know though, but you're right. Because super bad is kind of more of like a coming of age. Yeah, I put like, that yeah, like flick. in more of a, a company with dazed and confused. I put it more Please. in that category. Yeah. What movie? Uh super bad. Uh super bad is what Mike's yeah. talking about. And yeah. what about like uh Judd Apatow shit, like the forty year old virgin? Are those like stoner getting Sarah Marshall? I don't think oh. that was him though. Hold on. Hmm. I don't think he did forgetting Sarah Marshall. No, I think he did. Did he? Maybe he did. I know he did Forty Year Old Virgin, and he did uh, the Cable Guy. John Apatow did the Cable Guy. Yeah. Yep. It was one of his first movies. I did not know that. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Oh no! Forgetting Sarah Marshall was written by Jason Siegel. Did he direct it? I, uh, that's right. He did write it. Yeah. No, the director was uh, Nicholas Stoller. S T O L L E R. And he got like, he got directors like Adam McKay, who did like uh, Talladega Nights and um, Step Brothers. Are those stoner comedies? I wouldn't consider Step Brothers a stoner comedy, even though it's no. a stupid comedy. But a lot, I think a lot of people would. I like Netflix. If they had a list of stoner comedies, I feel like that would be under it. Probably because I mean it's just funny. You know what I mean? So, like, being stoned and watching that just goes, like, hand in hand, you know? But, like, this skit coming up right now at the fucking drive through Chinese place, like, this is something that I would expect in a fucking stoner comedy. Yeah. It's just, like, over the top and stupid. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for this to be funny, but it's fucking yeah. hilarious. Bubble Boy was kind of like that, too. There's a lot of shit <laughs> in that. Jake Dylan-Hall's best movie. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I, do, I will fucking fight anybody. Dude, Nightcrawler, have you ever seen Nightcrawler? It's like, motherfucker, have you ever seen Bubble Boy? I was there at the beginning, son. That's how I feel about uh, Chris Evans. You know, it's like Chris yeah. Evans, like so many people probably not only know him movie. as Captain America, but it's like, but have you seen yeah. Not Another Teen Movie? Like, right. the movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> Jamie's got a gun. Janie Briggs got a that gun. Movie still holds That's up, a stoner comedy. That, yeah, I would consider that is yeah scary movie would you consider that that's a spoof movie oh scary movie yeah. absolutely that's a stoner movie. yeah it's a spoof what about like airplane no airplane's not a stoner ah, but it might be Ooh, uh, yeah i think that's airplane yeah. 
Mm. I think you could put any. We should really do we airplane. That's such a good movie. We should do airplane. I want to watch that through too because I haven't seen that in a minute. Oh, it's such, it's probably one of the best That's, comedies. It's, yeah, it's. Up but there. the thing though with airplane is that it's like there's so much in the humor. That's like in wordplay, like that yes. scene when they're in it's the like uh, in the cockpit. Yeah, it's a lot like Mel Brooks, but like I, I think of the scene where they're in the cockpit, where all of their names are like over and Roger and shit yeah. like that, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> with your Victor Vector, you know, and just shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's funny though. Like, I loved Mel Brooks' uh, History of the World Part Two. Like I love that oh, movie. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. Blazing Saddles. See, I would put those Blazing in. Blazing Saddles is amazing. Blazing Saddles is great too. I haven't seen that in a minute. Um, Young Frankenstein. That's another good one. Um, but yeah, Mel Brooks <laughs> was another yeah. great one. Spaceballs. Like, but his humor doesn't really high, like hold up anymore because a lot of his shit was really offensive. But in, yeah. in the time, it was kind of like day. you know, yeah, yeah. But it was funny. Like it wasn't like tasteless. You know what I mean? It was it was no. it was done a tasteful way. So <laughs> that's a good line. I'm about to call the dialogue. It's Christy Boner. Yeah, like her 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 name's <laughs> right in the, the name. Like yeah, yeah. Like there's the, the goddess. This was probably her only role. Yeah. Oh, she is. Who do you think had the better career, Sean William Scott or Ashton? At, oh, Aspen Kutcher, one hundred percent. Yeah, but like Sean William Scott's. Way uh, so more Christy likely. Boner was Christy Swanson. She's still acting. She looks familiar. She was in the TV show Psych. Psych. I never watched Who? Psych. Marlo. I, I that show is so goddamn funny. My hoo hoo's. <laughs> so weird. I feel this movie came out like six years ago. Yeah, it's been 20 years. That'd be like the equivalent of like in the year 2000 when this came out, something coming out in 1980. Yeah, right? So I, I wonder how people were alive when fucking Star Wars and They're putting out this smut now. Like, we've turned into that. It's like, these Marvel movies fucking suck. Bring me back. Dude, where's my car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah classic movies where they use... I will argue to this day that C-Spot like 1 is one of the greatest yeah, movies too. ever fucking made. <laughs> Dude, Dude C-Spot like Run is like fucking hilarious. Dudes Wicked car. funny movie. Is that a Disney movie or is that a Nick movie? I feel like there's a Nickelodeon movie. There's a lot of shit humor in that. Nickelodeon wasn't afraid to go there. They're like, dude, we'll make poop jokes. Disney's like, ugh, be gone. <laughs> Peasants. Yeah, unfortunately, Aspen Kusher, going back to that, he definitely has the, the better career. Not a better actor, though. By this time, no. No, no, Sean William Scott's a way better actor than Aspen Kusher. Yeah. But the thing is, though, Sean William Scott still could have been doing, like, movies. Yeah. And stuff like that. He didn't get typecast. I would have loved to have seen what he was getting below. The last thing he acted in was uh, he is in something from 2021, a TV show. Welcome to Flatch. I know he was on that uh, Lethal Weapon reboot show for a little bit. Yep. Yeah, he was in Sunny. He played uh, Country Mac. Yeah, that's right. I remember. 
yeah. I liked him Apparently, in the rundown, though. Troopers too. He was, yeah. I vaguely remember that movie. It was so, like, miss like it was, he it did was nothing between 2003 he did no movies in 2004 but he's been consistently putting out like at least one thing a year oh dude show William scott's best role has to be role models no i lied did you ever see the oh yeah role models is a great movie. role models is yeah it was pretty good i, I didn't see the second awesome. one i love goon i don't even know if i didn't see the second one i think goon's his best movie honestly because that's an actual, like, he he's, he's, like, humanizes that role as opposed to being... Oh, although he does do that in role models. No, not really. He's just, like, the role sidekick. So good. But he kind of learns yeah. responsibility, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, Goon is, like, him probably... Is that his first, like, leading role? Not, not leading no, role. Not maybe not role first role. leading role, but... I would say that's a dramatic attempt. It's kind of dramatic, too, in, in some parts. It's not just a fucking, like comedy or like a sports movie <laughs> that's how we play Grand Theft Auto. Go in the strip clubs and dance yeah get on stage and work my shit Dude, we told him to get down he just won't stop I don't know I think Harold I like Harold and Kumar I always liked Harold better than uh, Dude Where's My Car same director too, which I think is interesting. Harold and Kumar yeah. is really good. That scene when they're on the cheetah is yeah. like, <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. my favorite scenes in just all of cinema. <laughs> like Harold and Kumar is what this movie couldn't be. This movie was PG thirteen, but Harold yeah. and Kumar was rated R. Was like, like yeah. you imagine if this movie yeah. was rated R with them actually smoking? Yeah, it was like yeah. the American Pie. Is that a stoner comedy, or is that a coming of age comedy? Hmm. A little bit of both, right? Because a little bit of both. I put that in with Days. Definitely Day more of a coming of age story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the humor though. I feel like a stoner comedy has something to do with the humor. I think it's like the type of humor that it is makes it the stoner comedy. Like you could have elements of a stoner comedy mm-hmm. in there in a, in a comedy, but it's not technically a stoner comedy. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah, like stoner comedies seem to be like almost self-aware. I feel like, like, did they break the fourth wall of yeah. this at all? I know they do in half baked. No, I don't think so. Um, but it almost feels yeah. like they could at any point. They do in Jan's you know Bob Strikes Back too. Yep, yep, they do. But like, yeah, fourth wall break always seems like it could be eminent in this kind of a movie. So like, I feel like that's like a kind of a feel to a stoner comedy as well. Like. Uh, uh, how high kind of felt like that at times too. I think there was uh, some fourth wall breaks in that one. The Cheech and Chong movies are definitely stoner comedies. Yeah, yeah, and I think those are the pioneers. Because when did <laughs> when did their first movie come out? Oh, it had to be seventy, late seventies, maybe early eighties. No, definitely in the seventies. Seventies, yeah, because it was. Uh, it would have been. Um, it wasn't Up in Smoke. That was their second one. Yeah, Up in Smoke came out in 1978. Okay. Still smoking? No, Up in Smoke, 1978. That was their that first, was the first one? one. And then Cheech and Tom's next movie, 1980. Is that Jennifer Gardner? Yeah. It is. Shut up. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ashton Kuchner was fucking Electra. 
That's funny. And they get abducted, that's right. Zelmina. <laughs> <laughs> His delivery on that was too good. The chick that plays Zelmina, she looks familiar. Uh, Mary Lynn uh, Ratscoop? I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She R A J. Napoleon Dynamite? Ooh. Uh, let's see. I think she is. Maybe. Oh, she's the pizza delivery girl in Weezer's The Good Life music video. Um, uh, what'd you just say, dude? Dude, I will stop this fucking She's episode. in Road Trip. Who's she in Road Trip? That's another con- that, that, uh, that's just a some stoner comedy. Blind Brenda. Road Trip's a stoner comedy for sure. Right? Like, there's no, like, real, like, development to the characters or anything. Like, uh, Rat Race? Mm, I wouldn't say that's no? stoner. Nah. That's, like, that's definitely, like, quintessential mid-2000s mm. comedy, though. About Porky's. Early 2000s, not even mid. Porky's is more of a coming-of-age comedy, I think. He's not in Napoleon Dynamite. She's in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, a couple episodes. Genevieve Marin uh, Carter. Dude, what does mine say? She's Gail the Snail. That's who it is. Gail the Snail uh, from Sunny. Oh, yeah. Dude, you got a tattoo. Figured it out. <laughs> oh, she gets seen. That's like not funny to probably anyone under the age of yeah. like twenty. Malibu's most wanted. That's I thought of that. I know, this is like, great minds, bro. It's dripping with it. Great minds. I that might be a stoner comedy, yeah. Yeah. About Jim Carrey, he's got to have some stoner comedy. I would consider like Ace Ventura stoner <laughs> comedy. The Grinch. You? Oh no, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I could watch that bake though. How old was this song when this movie came out? Um, well, this came out. <laughs> this came out in two thousand. <laughs> Bust the move. Came Fabio. out in nineteen eighty nine, so it was eleven years old. Oh, okay. So that'd be like a Drake song in yeah. a movie now. From like yeah, one of Drake's early songs. Yeah. And then a good Charlotte song on top of it. My dad used to fucking talk about this scene. My dad can never keep it together. He would just crack up <laughs> during this. <laughs> Who's that chick? Bobby no, and she looks familiar. It's like Tia something. From Wayne's World? No. no way. Oh my god, I forgot that. Have- <laughs> 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 so what's up? <laughs> <laughs> fucking high five. I cannot believe we leased a car last night. Couldn't this technically be considered a sci-fi movie? That's 100% a sci-fi yes. movie, yeah. <laughs> These are like all the trials, right? The 
trials? Yeah. Uh, the trials would have started <laughs> with uh, the them having to find the continuum transfunctioner, wouldn't it? Or would that be the uh, call to adventure? Oh, you know what you could say? I guess when the, this could be, yeah, the call to adventure right here. No, the call to adventure was them trying to was the probably them finding the um, the matchbook, going to the strip club. Because that's the thing that started the whole thing. That's they lost true. their car. They went to go try to find their car. They went to get their fucking drug they dealer. Yeah. And then once they meet Christy Boner and all that stuff, that's when they find the matchbook. They <laughs> 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 should do that. That's Chris and Liam Hensworth, isn't it? Yeah. If they remake the movie, that's who it is. Yeah. In the reboot. Even though they're Australian. Yeah. <laughs> and the only brothers I could think of that were famous. Chekhov's gun. Yep. Oh, shit. They're about to get broken up on all over their faces. <gasps> Not Wilma and Wanda. No. Is this their apotheosis? Yeah. Yeah. So, for those of you that are listening, the apotheosis is the uh, the moment in the hero's journey where the hero like uncovers what the uh, pretty much like the point of the journey was about. The true point of the journey. Yeah. It's so nineties to have like the like pop yeah. punk like rock yeah. music as a scene. It's always it's always that. How far you'd go Be the next freak show American Psycho Treble Charger That's right guys, Treble Charger If you guys are listening, that's free advertising on me Send that shit over here Jones and William Scott is a way better actor than Ask McCusher Why do you think that? I have eyes and ears <laughs> And emotions There Like I feel like Ask McCusher you know, like, like was the, that 70s show more of, like, a pop culture, like, hit than American Pie? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Ashman Kutcher maybe just got more exposure because there was so much content. Like, you know, so many episodes as fucking Kelso. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Pest with John Linguizamo. That's a stoner comedy. I've never seen, seen that. It. Oh, that's a good one. That guy's in a movie. Yeah, he's in no. my car. <laughs> the bigger guy with the talks like this. He's in, uh. Yeah, no, he's in no. That guy car. right there? He's in, um. What's he in? Go fuck hey, yourself, Joe. My car. The, uh, the ringer. Unbelievable. Calling it. Let me look for him. I think he played one of the Special Olympians who wasn't uh, developmentally challenged. Yes! Bingo! Good shit. You can't stop me, dude. I'm unstoppable. Bill Cott. C-H-O-T-T. 
I haven't seen The Ringer in a while, but the only thing I remember from that movie is the, when the fuck did we get did ice we get cream? Ice That's cream. the only yeah. line from that movie that I remember. <laughs> it's actually one of the fun. Dude, that was done by the Fairley brothers. Like, uh, the ones who did uh, uh, There's Something About Mary and uh, Stuck on You. Really? Like, they do some good shit, yeah. What else did they do? Bobby and Peter Farley. Me, Myself, and Irene, Kingpin, Dumb and Dumber, Shallow Hal, Hall Pass, Osmosis Jones, The Heartbreak Kid. Is Dumb and Dumber still in I was discussing that with you, uh, Shem, earlier. No, we were talking about that before. It doesn't... Oh, they did Movie 43. And Ace Ventura. Fever Pitch, The Heartbreak Kid. Which, which Ace Ventura? The first one. Oh, okay. Because the guy that wrote Kung Pao Enter the Fist, I think, wrote the second one. No shit. They did yeah. Osmosis Jones, though. I forgot about that. And that's, uh, what's his name? Hal Sparks. Mm. Say it isn't so. Yeah, dude, the Fairley Brothers make some good movies. They haven't done shit in a while, though. Me, Myself, and Irene's a great movie. I don't know. I would argue that Dumb and Dumber is a stone of comedy because it's so dumb. You would? I, w- I don't know. Mm. What about Will Ferrell movies? Any of those? Um, Like Anchorman? That's the only one I think that's borderline just because of how stupid right. it is. Yeah, I was thinking Semi-Pro. Se- yeah, Semi-Pro is pretty funny. Too. I like Semi-Pro. Before you, uh, when you ran out to the store, before Joe, we were talking about Hot Rod and how Hot Rod people consider a stoner comedy. It is a st- It definitely is. That's what I said. That's what Mike and I were talking about. He was like, yeah, people say that Hot Rod's a stoner comedy and um, Dumb and Dumber. And I was like, out of those two movies, I would say that Hot Rod is more of a stoner comedy than Dumb and Dumber. Um, Man, they're really similar. I would argue that Hot Rod is is more of a stoner comedy, just in the sense that the story is more obscure and kind of like silly, whereas Dumb and Dumber's story is kind of like it's a story. Like the Fairly Brothers make a story when they make a like, and like that's yeah. continuing. Yeah. Like, like this is kind of silly as in itself as well. Um, whereas Hot Rod's like kind of just stupid silly. That's why I think you could argue Step Brothers could be a stoner comedy. I guess. Because it's like, it's just, there's no plot to it. It's just, yeah. you know, like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley riffing pretty much the whole movie. Um, Talladega Nights, I wouldn't argue, it's a, it's a story. Like, it's a, that, that's an actual, like, uh, that'd be a good one to break down because, like, he goes it's through, like... a movie like, about redemption. Yeah, like, he breaks down and then he comes back and it's glorious and whatnot or whatever. Like, yeah, his trial is, is like, going... Like, you know, losing his, his driving ability and then regaining it, you know? So it's like kind of like self discovery. Fucking like, rest in peace, Michael Clark Duncan, man. Right? He was hilarious in that. I forgot he died. Greed Miles, still one of the greatest movies ever made. Yeah. It's so I really like that scene where Michael Clark Duncan, Duncan grabs Tom Hanks to talk. That's my favorite scene. I know, scene dude. It is. It is. That was improvised. Yeah. That wasn't even supposed to happen, uh, uh, supposedly. Michael Clark Duncan just went for it. Um, until 
Yeah, the, those explosions with the lights. Grab his dick into it. That wasn't even like special effects. That yeah. just happened because of the magic of that scene it was just so intense. It blew the lights out. He wasn't even supposed to be in that movie. He literally walked on set and grabbed his cock, and they're like, "Dude, we got to yes, write a movie around Stephen this." Stephen King's now. like, "I got it." <laughs> that that. Oh my god, dude, guys, we didn't even talk about um um Pineapple Express. I mentioned yeah, like an the fuck hour up, ago. Joe. No one listens to you. Shambri, we never mentioned Pineapple Express, dude. No, we didn't mention it before. Joe's the guy in class who's like, you know, um, the answer is... <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who's like, the answer is five. That was perfectly no, fine because like, now Andy Dick is on screen. <laughs> That's true. Gotta huh? talk about a tragedy. Pineapple Express was pretty good, though. The more I watch that movie, the more I can appreciate it. I love that scene where, like, they, uh, like, <laughs> they go to, like, ditch the SIM cards out of their phones. <laughs> and, like, you know, Seth Rogen, like, bashes his phone with a rock, and then James Harko just throws it. <laughs> what are you doing? It's like, I was trying to hit that rock. That's a good movie. That's got to be on the list. I think it is on our list. thing about Seth Rogen's movies is, is I feel like he wastes a lot of time with, like, improvised scenes. Like, like a lot of his movies are really, really long. You'll notice for comedies. Like, this movie's pretty quick. It's an hour 40, right? What was the... Yeah, the yeah. runtime for like super bad, and like most of his movies are like two hours and something. Like they're they're pretty lengthy. Really? Yeah, super bad's got to be like two hours. Yeah, but I feel like I. Oh, dude, yeah, that's close to three yeah. hours almost. I feel no, like he does two thirty. Oh, I, I would. Yeah, I don't know. It's closer to two two and a half than it I'm is. Looking it up right now. Page uh, two. Look up a lot of his movies are long. Two hours. Uh, this two is hours. The end. An hour fifty nine on the dot for super bad. Yeah, Pineapple Express is an hour 57. This is the end is an hour 47. I feel like, though, Seth Rogen does that thing that, um, kind of like what Kevin Smith does, where, like, you get, like, it's a, like, a relatively short movie, you know, within two hours, but you actually... It just drags it out. No, it's not even that it, it drags it out, but there's, like, a story to it. Like, there's always, like, some type of, like, extra little bit in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, Pineapple Express is very much a stoner comedy, but it's, like, a story about, like, friendship... And like you know, building relationships and you know and stuff like that, you know, and you actually get some like stuff out of the movie as well. Like there's like pretty good character development between where like his character is in the beginning to where his character is at the end and his relationship with James Franco and like how it all. See, I would argue that the opposite. I would argue that those like uh, the Seth Rogen movies don't. The stories are relatively simple, but they just like there's a lot of like they added are. on stuff for like. There's a lot of filler. The comedy, I want to well, say. I was gonna say the comedy. It reminds me of, yeah. As I said, it's almost like an episode of Family Guy, yeah. You know, where there's like tangential yeah. in it, you know, yeah. like some of the jokes yeah, run yeah, on. Yeah. What's the mm-hmm. movie he did with? Um, I don't think he wrote it, but what's that movie that he did with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie? Fucking uh, oh, Michael Shannon's in it. I just saw that at the uh, the night before. Yeah, that's such a good movie, dude. I love that, that movie. So goddamn funny. Michael Shannon and fucking like, dude, that's just solidified him as like one of my when I. He's Yo, so have you ever seen that movie funny. before? The night before. You need to watch that, dude. It is. No. It is one of the funniest movies. Is it's that a, a beautiful movie too? No, I wouldn't consider because that's that's kind of deep in some parts of it. Although I could, I think you could argue it. Maybe I don't know. I think it's just a comedy though. 
That's a dramedy, in my opinion, actually. The night before. You don't think that's a stoner comedy? I mean, Michael Shannon plays like a fucking fairy godmother drug, drug dealer. dealer. Yeah. <sighs> I guess you could... Seth yeah. Rogen's character is literally fucked up throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that constitutes as a stoner comedy. Definitely doesn't have the... Ele- it definitely has the elements of a, a Seth Rogen. It's like, Seth Rogen's very good, like, he was a modern day, uh, he was like, it was like Kevin Smith and then Seth Rogen. Because, like, Seth Rogen was really good about writing comedies with heart to it, yeah. too. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, movies like Super Bad and shit, like, they're short, but they probably feel longer because there's, like, heart to it. You know what I mean? Like, those movies yeah, are actually, like, like this. okay story-wise. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah, Super Bad was underrated, I thought. A lot of people miss the point of Superbad. Like, I remember, uh, like, talking about it with some people at school. I think it was, like, Ben and Kenny and, and, and Chris and them, and they were all, like, like, that end scene when it's, like, uh, Michael Sarah's like, on the, the escalator or whatever, and then, like, Jonah Hill's looking back and shit. And it's, like, that's them, like, realizing, like, things aren't going to be the same between them. Like, they're not going to be the same kind of level of friendship that they had yeah. prior to that. And, like... Have you ever seen Mystery Team before? Mystery Team, no. You told me to check that out. That's with uh, Donald Glover, right? That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Donald Glover wrote it with uh, the guys he did Derek Comedy with. Is that a like well written movie, or is it just like a sketch movie? Yeah, yeah. I think it's well written, but it's very similar yeah. to um, Super Bad in that yeah. sense. Like the way the movie ends, it's like three friends getting ready to graduate high school and shit like that, and realizing oh, okay. that things aren't going to be the same and that they're growing up. It's a coming of age yeah. movie. Yeah, and that's essentially what yeah, super bad is too. Yeah, again, falls into that dazed and confused category. Yeah, super bad was more focused, I think, on like individual awkward friendships, like between like two people who were like really really close throughout high school, and like uh, McLovin was kind of just there on the side. And then it was kind of like about them like branching off and learning what it's like to be without each other and separated and not having that like crutch. Is it the Rubik's Cube? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. I fucking forgot. Did Tobogan jersey. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is one of those beautiful Comedy Central after hour movies or after school. Yeah. Is it Jerry O'Connell? No. That dude's name is like Charlie uh, O'Connell or some shit. I think it's oh, must be his, be his brother. brother. Yeah, gotta be. I feel like doing comedies back in this time where it's just like such a fun time. They didn't have to worry yeah, about I as mean, much. Yeah, I mean, it's a simple, stupid movie. Dude, when's part two come out? You know, if they wanted to reboot this on Amazon Plus, you know... With like a four-part miniseries, I'd watch it. Shut up! No, you don't. You don't want that. No one wants that. You're like shit. All right. Well, if you're gonna go to bed, kick. 
Kick Craig out. Oh, Shem. I'm not kicking him out. I'm not going to do that. I'm not I'm not here for you to... No, I'm not here for... Don't you take know. orders from him. You be your own woman. That's what I'm, I mean, don't tell me what to do. Maybe I want to take fucking orders. 